Uncensored, unfiltered, unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corelcast. I am Corel. So very glad you are joining me. The state of our union is. We're going to talk about it. Then we're going to go behind the pod. You are not going to believe what I cannot get scientists to admit. You're not going to believe this. But I'm going to tell you the reason why they won't and why this reason that they won't is why everything else is failing. Talk about that. And Republicans want us to be like Turkey with 11,000 dead after an earthquake. And I'm going to I'm going to quantify that statement on today's show. And you can get mad about that if you're a Republican. I don't care. Uh, But quite frankly, as I look at the devastation in Turkey, I think this is what Republicans want America to look like. Uh, And I'll tell you why. Uh, it all sort of relates on today's Corel cast. All right, let's get started with the state of our union. First of all, you need to know uh, that if you watched the theatrics last night, and that's what that was, uh, it is strictly done for theatrics, okay? The Constitution requires the president to give an updated state of the union uh, to the Congress, and, that, and that, that's what he does when he hands them that envelope. So when the president walks up, and he hands the Speaker and the President of the Senate the envelope. That is his constitutional duty. Done. He can turn around and say, see ya, and just march right on out. He does not have to accept the invitation to go to the Hill, and he certainly doesn't have to accept the invitation to speak. But he did, and they always do. Uh, And, of course, he kicked this off as a campaign rally. He had fire, he had vim, he had vigor, and he was coherent, which is what most people were wanting to see if the 80-year-old man was going to, I don't know, wet himself or something. I don't know what people were expecting. Uh, But uh, he did it, and he was rousing, and it was wonderful and all of that. I did not watch. I watched highlights uh, because there's no point in watching anymore. I am 60 now, and I realize a few things. Uh, And so... I'm going to tell you what he said uh, briefly and really what it means, because that's what I do here on the Corel cast. As we are number 204 in Canada, hey Canada, we are number 117 in Ireland, hi Ireland, and number 243 in the United States, hi United States. Uh, so, jobs and the economy. Now, Republicans sat down, did not get up and applaud, when he announced there was the lowest unemployment rate in a bazillion years, 3.5%. There are more people working now than ever before. And the economy's looking good. It's looking good. It's looking so good that we should tax billionaires because they're making so much money. Now, what he meant to say in that little section about the economy and jobs is that the economy sucks for everyone except the rich, okay? So if you're rich and if you're wealthy, the economy does not suck for you. But if you're poor or if you're trying to be middle class, the economy and you are not getting along. And the reason that the unemployment rate is so low, that there's so many people working, is because people have to have one, two, or three jobs just to buy an apple, I mean, this is just, and I don't mean a computer, I mean a real one that you eat. So the economy is out of control. Yes, unemployment is at an all-time low. Why? Because more people have to work more jobs just to make ends meet. Because teachers are taking part-time jobs. Because we got people working Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, everything. We got people working regular jobs and then going working Uber, Lyft, DoorDash. We got all kinds of people working one, two, three, four jobs. 
So sure, unemployment's low because people are starving and they're just taking jobs. So the economy and job section where there was rousing applause, he has been the most successful administration since Lyndon Baines Johnson, the first two years, the Biden administration. Now that's just a fact. Do you feel it? I want to be honest. You know, Sarah Huckabee Sanders gives the response. I should give the response because I'll hold either side accountable. They're up there. Last night was Joe Biden saying, look at all the fabulous things we have done for you. Look at what I want to do. And that side of the aisle is the reason we're not going to be able to do it. That, that, you know, he was poking the Republicans and Marjorie Taylor Greene screaming, you're a liar. And, oh, so, you know, she was carrying around a balloon to try to troll him on the China balloon. I wish her head had popped like a balloon, just like in that movie Scanners, just like poof. Uh, but anyway, so civility during these is now dead. You can now shout at the president. So, okay, whatever. They do it in Europe. So, but I mean, they would never shout at the queen, uh, but she did. They probably wouldn't shout at the king either, but whatever. Whatever. I'm just saying. Whatever. So jobs and the economy. Yes, more people are working because more people are poor. And, and the economy is so bad, this economy that you're saying is great, didn't even really touch on inflation, didn't tell us how you're going to get grocery prices down. We could, we could give a rat's tuchus about half of what he talked about last night. What we want to know is when you're going to get the price of food down. I know a lot of you are judging it by the price of eggs. Shouldn't be eating eggs. But the point is, when are you going to get this down? Down. Down, down, down. Because we're dying out here. But you didn't hear any of that last night. You heard, you know, jobs, unemployment, all-time low. Economy is coming back strong. Wall Street, great. Yes, great. Billionaires are doing well. And he did say he wants to tax the billionaires. Isn't that white of him? In fact, his whole speech was very much to the white working class, basically male. Do they even exist? That union worker from Scranton, that automaker from Detroit. That's who his speech was for. And I'm not quite sure where those people are. Because I got the Uber driver from Henderson and I got the, you know, we got the, the person on the phone from the Philippines. Yesterday, I tried to rent a car from Hertz. I had to cancel the trip to Reno. I'll tell you about that in a minute. But there was a thing on there for $39 for tax on $200 rental. Tax in Nevada is 8.25%. So I called and questioned it, and they could not explain to me why I was being charged 21% tax. I'm sending it to my friend at, the, at uh, KTLA. Yes, I am, to David. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. David Lazarus. That's ridiculous. Then they charged an airport fee and then they charged a um, facilities fee. The airport fee is the facilities fee. A $143 rental turned into $240. $100 in charges. 39 of that they said was tax. Uh-uh. Questioning all that. Anyway, back to the state of our union. Uh, jobs, economy, well, yeah, you're working. You're working a lot. Why? Because everything's so damn expensive. And as for the economy, yeah, it's great that we're all working. Where is all that money going? Into the hands of corporations and the rich. So they're very happy too. Who's not happy in the equation? You. But okay, he didn't address that, did he? Let's see. Most productive two years since Lyndon Baines Johnson. Well, why might that be? Well, that was because there weren't Republicans obstructing things. 
because MAGA was out of the way for two years. He didn't really say that. He didn't say, well, we're not going to have another good two years because of MAGA. And then he tried to scare us again with the Social Security and Medicare, which Republicans do want to come after. They do. Uh, and here's the thing about that that you need to know. If you're working right now and you're under the age of 40, Medicare and, Med and uh, Social Security will probably not be there for you. I mean, he wouldn't say that last night, but it's a fact. It probably won't be there for you. So if you're counting on Social Security and you're in your 40s, don't count on it. It's probably not going to be there. If you're 60 and above, you might get something for the rest of your life. Maybe. We'll see. He didn't really say that. He didn't say that if you do not vote Democratic every single election, you're going to lose Social Security and Medicare. He should have said that, but he didn't. So the state of our union, it's screwed. But what president's going to get reelected if he walks out and tells you that the state of our union is screwed? So he painted the rosy picture. Successful administration, great job numbers, and all these things are really great. All the indications are that America is doing okay. So I want you down below in one or two words to answer in the comments, the state of our union is blank. Comment down below. The state of our union is blank. I think it's true. Coming up next, Behind the Pod. You won't believe this. You will not believe this. If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really K A R E L.com. Uncensored, unfiltered, unhinged. It's the Corelcast. I am Corel. It is the Corelcast. And we are in an age now where even scientists are afraid to say anything because of cancel culture because of you know you say the wrong thing and suddenly someone's upset with you and suddenly your university's in trouble let me tell you let's go behind the pod i really believe in the show weathering the future and i was going to go ahead and front the fifteen hundred dollars that i need for the trip this weekend to go interview the state climatologist at the university of reno about las vegas reno the west and the top 10 places in the United States. And when I say top, I just mean 10 places in the United States where the climate is going to be okay for the next 50 to 100 years, where the, the heat's not going to kill you, the cold's not going to freeze you out, and uh, the um, water situation, the, the drought, there's not going to be, you know, drought problems. So I asked the department at the University of Las Vegas to find me a scientist to help me. They said, oh, sure, great. That's what we do. We'll find you one. We couldn't find one at the University of Las Vegas that would do the interview about the topic. So they referred me to one at the University of Reno. And she said yes. So I made all the, the, the arrangements to go this weekend to see Tyler to go and do the interview. Today, she bailed because she did not want to list the cities 
the, the top 10 places in the United States that are going to fare better during climate change. I reiterated with her that I did not want opinion from her. That I just wanted to know where will the temperatures be the best? Where will the drought, you know, not be a drought? Where will water situations be the best? What 10 areas of the United States are going to be good for the years to come? Now, that's information I think that you would like to know and that every scientist should be screaming. That's something that I believe that our U.S. government should have someone talking about right now. The Department of Climate Migration. We are getting climate immigrants into the United States every day, so much so that a show I'm watching called New Amsterdam on Netflix, their psychologist said he needed an interpreter for a Pacific Island nation that is underwater, and half of their citizens have moved to New York. This is happening. Climate migration is happening. And I think we should be able to know, as American citizens, what area of the country is going to do really well for climate and what area is not. For instance, no one should be moving to Phoenix. So in the email exchange, the climatologist says to me, you are going to be hard-pressed to find a climatologist that would single out five or ten areas because, A, it's a personal choice where you live, how much you want to put up with. You know, do you want to put up with wildfires? Do you want to put up with drought? Do you want to... And then, B... To say that one place is going to be better means another place isn't going to be good, which means property values could go down. All kinds of things could happen if a scientist says don't move to Phoenix, you know, because over the next you know, 40 to 60 years, it's just not going to be a place you want to live. In other words, if scientists tell the truth about American cities, they will get in trouble. And why do you suppose that is? Money. Money. In other words, scientists can't say to you, we should be leaving L.A. You should not be moving to L.A. L.A. should actually be depopulating. The mayor of Rito, I asked for an interview. They basically said no. Why? Because I want, I, she's an expansion mayor. And as Tyler says, they're just growing Reno left and right. I said, well, where are they getting the water? You all are still in the drought like us. He goes, they don't care. I said, what about the freeway infrastructure, the roads? Are they building 21st century? He goes, no, they're building like it was the 1900s. You know, concrete, wooden drywall buildings, no solar, no, you know. I'm like, well, that's dumb. He goes, yeah, but the developers, money, 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 money. And so climatologists, I've asked seven climatologists now, seven from two universities, to just come on and tell me the 10 areas that are going to do best in the United States for climate change and for drought. And they say in doing so, it could be bad for other cities. Yes! It is time we say to Phoenix, sorry, you're too big. It's time we say to Las Vegas, no more people can move here. You can build no more houses in Las Vegas. Period. No more new construction. We have enough housing for the people that we can all, you know, that we can support. We can't support any more people. But no, they're not going to close off to customers, to consumers. Money. Money is now in every decision everywhere more than ever. And it clouds everybody. At a university, they're, they're, they go by money. 
if a professor at a university tells me something for my pilot about the, uh, some city like saying, well, what if they said Las Vegas was not a place that they would live over the next 50 to 100 years? It's going to get too hot. There's going to, it's going to be too extreme. There's going to be too much weather. What would that do? Why isn't Pete Buttigieg out there talking about the cities that we should be building up? Cities that may not be built up right now, but that we should be spending billions building because people are going to be going there. Why aren't we thinking about weathering the future? Because we don't believe we have one. And because we live in an era. Look at, you know, I was going to do this as topic number three, but look it up in Canada. Trudeau just pledged like $169 billion uh, to their health care. Now, I'm told that only $45 billion of that is new money. But still, $45 billion, new money. And they're all saying, not enough. Not nearly enough. We need like triple that. Then give them triple that. It's like on New Amsterdam, this show I'm watching now on Netflix. The whole thing is, how can I help? He's the head of a hospital. He's like, how can I help? That's his whole thing. How can I help? How can I help? How can I help? You know, Pierre Trudeau should be talking to the healthcare system up there and saying, how can I help? And if they say more money, he should find it. You know, money is man-made. We created money. If in the United States we can't afford a social program, print more money. Well, you can't do that. That would destabilize. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, all these, all the man-made rules as to why you cannot make more of something that's man-made. Think about that. We created money. We created the financial system. We give value to gold and silver. We could suddenly say that quartz is worth something more than gold. We determine what's valuable. Not aliens, not God. We do. We determine what is valuable. We also make up the monetary system. If we want to print more money so we can then do these programs, we could do that. Oh, no, Corella, you couldn't. Oh, I know economists would give me a million reasons why you can't. And those are all man-made reasons about a man-made system. If it's man-made, it can be changed. It ain't divine. Well, she gone, but you know what I mean. Money. I think it's great Pierre Trudeau is giving $150 billion to the healthcare system up in Canada. Give $300 billion. Well, where would he get it? Find it. Spend less money on tanks, less money on bombs, less money on missiles. We act like we can't find the money we need. They always seem to find money when they need it. We How much money have we been giving to Ukraine? Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't. But Canada's given billions, we've given billions, other countries given billions. They found that somewhere. I don't know about y'all, but I ain't got billions just sitting around that I could send to somebody that needs it. I, I barely got $20. So if we can find billions for war, billions for invasions, billions for hurricanes, billions for all kinds of things, then why can't we find it for the healthcare system? You know? We socialize, we have the biggest military in the world. We, and same with Canada. You know, they have the best this, the best that. But then when it comes to healthcare, the one thing that should be the best, we're going to mince money. We invented money, you know? Can't even get a climatologist to tell me the 10 best places in the country to move to because that will imply that you might move from somewhere else and those cities might get mad. Don't want to say don't live in Phoenix. That could cause their property values to go down. They should go down. It should be dirt-ass cheap to live in Phoenix since it's going to be extremely hot with no water. Oh, well, we can't, you know, no. Like Vegas. 
Vegas should be dirt ass cheap. 120 in the in the summer, 28 in the winter, and no water. Honey, they should be practically giving away houses here. Oh no. When we come back, the GOP would like us to be Turkey. And I'll tell you why, with 11,000 dead, 11,000 from an earthquake in Turkey and Syria. Why is that fine with people like the GOP? I'll tell you when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Corel Cast app free at the app store of your choice now. Uncensored, unfiltered, unhinged. It's the Corel Cast. I am Corel, and there is nothing funny about 11,000 people dead from an earthquake. Okay? Dead. 11,000 in Syria and in uh, um, Turkey. And I was watching the buildings crumble and fall just on top of people, just whole buildings just collapse full. Buildings that, I mean, they didn't have warning. So they're just, you know, sitting there in these full buildings and just watching the entire building just crumble. And, and they're filled with people. And I thought to myself, that's the, that's the America the GOP wants. And you're like, Corel. The GOP, all I heard under Trump is get rid of the Environmental Protection Act. Get rid of all kinds of restrictions on businesses. Let businesses just be business. It's all good for money. Let developers develop and build. It's like I was talking about. It's Republicans that say, go ahead and keep building in Las Vegas. It's Republicans that say, keep building in Reno and don't, you know, resources be damned. It's Republicans that, are not, that would block any kind of legislation that would say every new home in America must be energy independent, period. You can't build a house or an apartment complex or whatever that is not 100% energy independent through recycling, through solar, through all of it. Heat pumps, we have the technology, we've had it for decades. But you could never get that through. In these countries where an earthquake comes and they just crumble, it's because their buildings aren't made to what? Code. Because there aren't agencies saying, no, you can't build this unless you do this, this, and this. Because there aren't agencies saying, no, you've got to use this material if you want to build this kind of multi-unit structure. Republicans would do away with all of that. They would let any developer build anywhere, any way they could, and you be damned. Or your safety be damned. And they have proven that time and time again. And they protect themselves. Look at the Army Corps of Engineers. It killed people in New Orleans with Katrina. Through faulty construction and bad planning, a levee broke when it was needed the most. That levee was built by the Army Corps of Engineers, who then did the fix. They didn't even let an outside contractor come in and fix the levees. They made the people who made the bad levees come in and refix them. Why? Money. Republicans. We can't, you know, actually go into the future and have buildings that aren't, you know, going to crumble. So Republicans would like us to be Turkey, a dirt poor nation that can be taken where, uh, where thousands of, look what they did with COVID. They wanted us to die. They still want you to die. They talk about we're going to bring Fauci before Congress. We're going to prosecute Fauci. For what? 
Republicans want us to basically die if we're poor. There's a lot of us, and they don't need all of us. And as I watch the, the devastation in Turkey and Syria, I think, you know, the world could respond, the world could fix all of this just today, tomorrow. There's enough money in the world. These people should, I shouldn't have to send any money to Syria or to Turkey to help the people there. The world is rich enough. But no, it goes back to what we're talking in every single segment. Money. The thing created by man, obviously, to rule him. You know, people think God was created by man to rule him. No, money was created by man to rule him. Nothing rules your life more than money. Not God, not your family, nothing. Money rules your life. You will sacrifice your family for it. You'll sacrifice your time for it. The GOP only cares about money. They don't care about safety. They don't care about anything. If they had their way, we would be a country like Turkey or Syria, where if a natural disaster happened, that thousands and millions could die. And they wouldn't care. So long as business was profitable. They wouldn't care that these complexes being made by these developers could just fall down at the touch of it. They don't care. And they would much rather get rid of the organizations that do care. That's the Republican way of life. So when you look at Turkey and Syria and say, God, how can this happen? 11,000 people dead from one earthquake. It's because they have no rules for how their buildings have to be built. They have no material standards. They have none of that. The stuff that Republicans want to get rid of in our country. Just think about that. The whole show today has been about money, hasn't it? Money, 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 money makes the world go round. All right. Well, I'm almost out of here. You know, if David Hall were to ask me the other big thing on my mind, it's my ENT, my ear, nose, and throat doctor. My throat's messed up. I'm, I'm, I'm down the, you know, you got throat cancer path, you know, that's because of my medical anxiety. But there's something like right here. It's not a lump. It just hurts when I press on it or sometimes when I turn my neck or whatever. So I want to have it looked at. After two hours trying to get through on the phone, including two calls back from them that, that never got through, I finally get to them and they can't schedule me until March 18th. Why? They're just so busy. Why? Because there's not enough doctors. I'm sorry, sir. We just don't have enough dermat or, uh, you know, ear, nose, throat specialist in the Las Vegas area. Well, why? Well, the population is just growing and growing and growing. That's another thing we never take into consideration about population growth. How many doctors are there? How many specialists are there? In Vegas, there aren't enough because now wait times to see doctors here are two months out. Two months. You call like your dermatologist, it's going to be two months out to see you. You call your podiatrist, it's going to be two months out. Your cardiologist, two months. It's two months out. Your primary care. And if, if that's not good, then go to urgent care. That's what they say. Oh, that's an effective health care system, isn't it? Didn't hear that in the State of the Union last night, did you? He's going to make way. He did talk about junk fees. We have those. He, he's going after resort fees here in Las Vegas where you can rent a room for $100 a night and it ends up being 300 because there's all these resort fees. I hope he goes after these junk fees at Hertz. Hertz chooses to do business inside an airport and then they charge every one of the people that rent from them at that airport 20% more than if they were outside of the airport. They choose to do business there 
but then charge you more than what you would pay at a different location. So you have to pay for them to be able to do business at the airport. That's not a cost of doing business that they would absorb. Nope, they pass that right on to you. It's all so ridiculous. Every day now, we make choices because of money. The State of the Union, jobs and the economy, one of the big things he talked about, money. He didn't talk about mental health. He didn't talk about the mental health of Americans and how every, my friend Tyler was just talking with his girlfriend about kids and they're both saying, maybe we don't want to bring a kid into the apocalypse. They literally feel, excuse me, they literally feel that global devastation and restructuring is going to happen in their lifetime. They're in their 30s. I didn't hear Biden talk about those feelings. All right, I'm Carell. We will be back on Friday. This week, this month, this year. Get up the Christmas morning. <laughs> really, be who you want to be so it doesn't hurt anybody. It's going to be Christmas any day now. Truly. The Thanksgiving yet? The Black Friday? If they put out the sale? It's going to happen. Hey, it's Carell. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing, and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash reallycorel. That's youtube.com forward slash reallycorel for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons of Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. That's patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, reallycorel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free CorelCast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free CorelCast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so it doesn't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.